what is good, Ambush? And welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast here with me, the host of the DTV. I'm the Colton G. And this week on the show, I'm joined by country artist Sasha as we dive into the details of her new EP, The Best Thing. We're also going to be playing the latest single off of the best thing for you here right away. Of course, we're also going to be diving into the details of the song and its amazingly funny, epic music video that goes along with it. What was filming the music video like? Well, Sasha's going to be letting you guys know that today. We're also going to be diving into the growth that Sasha has gone through between this new EP and her 2014 EP, that of course being Just Like You. That was released six years ago, so definitely a lot of time to grow not only as an artist, but also as a human being. We're going to be talking about some tours that Sasha did, visiting various high schools, spreading positive messages. What were those messages and why? Why are they dear to Sasha's heart? We're also going to be diving into Sasha's upbringing, growing up in small town Ontario, and how exactly that influenced the path that she is on today. And we're also going to be discussing Sasha's trailblazing path as a black Canadian country artist. Yes, all of this and much more in today's episode of the DTP. Before we go ahead and play that new single, Cheers for you, we just have to go ahead and shout out one of the best ways to support the show. And that is DesertTigerMerch.com. I love DTP.com because it's where you go to snag yourself some sick Desert Tiger merch so that you can rep the show everywhere you go. And best news is, we just added two new items for you. A tank top and a new tee are up there right now waiting for you, and they're just $20 each. Yes, yes. DesertTigerMerch.com And with that being said, I think it's time to celebrate this conversation with Sasha. But before we kick it off, how about a quick cheers? Cheers, cause the night has just begun. If you're looking for some fun, go ahead and grab someone. To the lady leopard dancing up on the bar. She turned eight seven, started smoking cigars.
Desert Tiger Podcast. Hello, is this Sasha? This is Sasha with Colton. This is Colton with the Desert Tiger Podcast. Hi, Colton. Hello, Sasha. I'm just putting my, my, my earbuds in here. Quick, my AirPods in here, whatever you call them. Okay. <laughs> How no. are you? No worries, no hurries for the AirPods. Otherwise, I'm doing really good. It's a beautiful day here out on the west coast of the country. How how are you? Um, very well. We've got lovely weather over here as well, so can't complain. Fantastic, fantastic. Otherwise, you're happy and healthy? Very. Thank you. Yeah, very healthy, very healthy. Well, that's uh, really all one can really ask for some days, I guess. Well, in a day like today, absolutely. Like, health is really important and something that's taken for granted so yeah I, i'm i can't i can't say that uh um i have any complaints i am very glad to hear that and of course we're connecting today to talk about your new ep the best thing hey yeah Woo! all right of course <laughs> Of course, there's a little bit of a journey to get to this point, so I want to dive into a little bit of the points that brought us here, of course, as well, if you're all right with that. Absolutely. All right, fantastic. So, I see that you were born in Montreal before moving to small town Ontario, growing up in a very small area in a musical family. So, Mm -hmm. when exactly does a guitar reach your hands and was country music always something that you were surrounded by or was it something that you uh sort of grew an appreciation for later on well you know growing up in a small town um it's kind of your way of living right country music is an experience and or cutting it comes from experience of just for the most part the way of life and for me that was you know growing up in a small town and it was a rural village um sleepovers at our friend's house on the farm and uh uh you know i grew up on a dead end road and there was a yellow light and only one light in the middle of town on one main street so i mean i was always surrounded by music um all kinds of music and of course country music and country lifestyle a guitar hit my hand now when you asked that um my there's instruments in my house so uh i was Piano was probably one of my primary instruments. We had an old, beat-up, upright grand piano, missing, like, the, the ivory <laughs> on the key, so it was quite rustic and uh, beat-up, but it was, I would say, my primary um, instrument okay. as, as a child. And, and then, of course, there was, there was drum kits, there was guitars around the house as well, so... Oh, so you had the opportunity to try out quite a few different things then. Yes, sure thing. <laughs> okay, so at what point do you start crafting your voice, your very uh, strong uh, vocal abilities? <laughs> um, that was a little later Later on, I think. I mean, I, I've always sang as a child, but I mean, discovering your your voice is definitely... A journey, and I feel like it's only been within like the past <laughs> couple of years <laughs> that I've developed something uh, vocally and 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 just a more of a confidence there uh, as an artist. Hmm. 
All right. So at what point did you make the decision that you wanted to pursue country music as a career? Was this something that you always had in your heart or was there a specific moment where you decided that you truly wanted to go for this? Um, you know, I, I've always wanted to, to sing music. I've always wanted to be a singer. I've always wanted to be a musician. That's always been a dream of mine. I've had a few like, uh, detours and a few, um, you know, uh, I guess misguided lanes uh, just through, through this journey. But it wasn't until um, actually I, I, I sat down and wrote a song called Nothing to lose. This is like years ago, uh, which was ended up being on my very first EP, where I, I just knew this. Is, it was like the fragments of my formative years coming out in my music and really expressing who I am. And so, I got on my guitar, wrote a song, and and you know, we kind of like that folk Americana kind of vibe, but uh, country as well. So that's just what came out of me when I started writing my own songs and sharing my story. All right. So you mentioned your first EP there, Just Like You. So what was it like to finally put your voice onto something that you could present out to the world, to present Sasha out to the world and open yourself up like that? <laughs> well, um, so the, the Just Like You album was actually a school... It was like my school tour edition, I'd say. I had an I had an EP before then, and um, just like you was, oh. yeah, just yeah, <laughs> really old stuff. But that was me, you know. That was like I think the the beginning of the journey of finding my sound and uh, my artistry. So uh, and developing as an artist. But um, just like you was actually a school tour focused uh, album where. Uh, in 2012, I started a school tour, and uh, I partnered with school tours across Ontario and visiting schools and sharing um, stories, my personal stories, and encouragement through music. And so I wrote an album to support that and to support the messages that I felt um, was important to uh, the younger generation during this time. Okay, interesting. So I want to dive into that a little bit further. So. What was it like to take that opportunity to go back into schools? Because as students, we've all had those people who come to the schools to give us very crucial talks about developing into adults and how to deal with various situations. So what exactly would you say were the key focuses and ideals that you were trying to get across and bring a shine a light on, I guess I should say? Uh, my focus was uh, um, geared to identifying your true self and your dreams and embracing your uniqueness. And of course, what like my story tied in there because um, just doing you know performing the kind of music that I do, uh, it's not always the first thing that would be expected when of me when I open my mouth. <laughs> uh, so you know, breaking stereotypes and finding your own path and creating your own niche was what was important and and discovering your purpose was another um facet of of what i would share in school because you know your purpose and and including your gifts and your talents and your dreams 
go sort of hand in hand. I think it's important for young people to have to have the vision. I think that because when I was young, I didn't really have. I just thought, okay, when you grow up, you're supposed to be uh, you're supposed to have some sort of you know um, a nine to five career. Um, but if I had somebody to share with me at a young age, hey, if you have a, a dream in your heart, or if you have a talent, or if you have something that is um, near and dear in your heart, that in 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 your wildest imagination, you know those things can actually become um, a reality um, and to not allow fear or judgment or fear for, of judgment of others to hinder you exploring your unique potential. Awesome. I love the message. As a, of course, like you said, when you open your mouth, some people don't necessarily expect country music to come from it. So as a strong black female who's blazing her own path, how have you developed yourself not only as a human being but also as an artist between just like you and this new ep the best thing because mm-hmm. there's six years in between these two eps yeah i think even, uh, uh, six years between that one and then i think all together geez if i go back let's say 2012 to, to, to until today uh 2012 when i wrote um songs for, for my very first ep um so until today, so it was. It's been some time to making, and I feel like, man, it's been a long time. And that time was very necessary. You know, of course, you'd you'd like things to happen a lot sooner, or a lot faster, or on your watch. But looking back, the time in between that EP and the best thing was very necessary and crucial to my development as an artist. And. You know, just like what you were saying, just trailblazing my own path. I mean, yeah, definitely when there's not a path that's been um, carved out before you, there's a lot of heavy lifting uh, on myself to to trailblaze for others because it's not like there's a path where I ran down. It was like I'm creating my own path, (laughs) something that has never really been uh, seen or done. in Canadian country music.
the Desert Tiger Podcast. So you started crafting um, the best thing about two, two and a half years ago. The first single, Good Times Going, dropped August 8th, <laughs> 2018. So right. what has it been like building and crafting and preparing this EP for this moment for it to finally be ready for the world? Well, it's been um, quite a marathon, that's for sure. I mean, there were times where I, I was just like, oh, man, is this, am I ever going to get the components together? And am I ever going to get the components together in time and in the way that I've always dreamed of it to be? And so um, going, you know, it's it's been there's been quite a few hoops to, to jump through. Uh, but I'd be thrilled to say that I finally landed like a team of people who I feel so honored to have contributed to this album and uh, where the writers are concerned and the producer, my producer, Dan Swinimer, and other people, uh, so on and so forth, went right down to the music video and, and uh, my team that helps uh, push the music out. So it's it's been um, quite the... It's a humbling experience because nothing, it hasn't been all lights and, and glamour. It's been definitely some serious elbow grease and, and rolling up the sleeves and digging a foundation for this album and for me to effectively launch it uh, to the world. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. Having a good team can definitely help with more things because when you have someone who is very good at key components, it allows you to focus more on some of the other aspects, like the artistry and everything else. Right. Awesome. So you mentioned the music video, that of course being for your recent single, Cheers. It's a very fun song, and it's a very fun music video as well. So take us behind the scenes of shooting this very... uh blue collar let's go out and release and relax <laughs> ourselves video oh it was awesome it was uh it was uh the location was in hamilton and um travis didmuck is the uh director and uh, ben nectar was uh the executive executive producer on this um production which was i was really excited about well as well because he's you know known for his work with the rec laws and james barker band and and uh, all sorts of you know credible country artists here in canada so uh, i i've always uh, wanted to work with him and i got in touch with ben and uh, he uh, established a team with travis didluck who's an incredible director as well and uh his team and the cast were in a blast to work with. It was the longest, probably one of the longest days of my life. It was absolutely freezing cold in the building, but you wouldn't have any clue that we were cold <laughs> watching the video. So I think and that's so, so neat because, you know, you see things on film and it looked, you wouldn't have any idea that there, we were um, we were sitting in front of heaters every break we got so it was yeah but it was quite the uh amazing surreal experience it was a lot of fun and the cast brought a lot of energy the crew was so they persevered so greatly through it the whole entire day and it was just so exciting like i want to think back of it even when i look at it i'm like wow how did this even happen like 
I've, I've always dreamed of this, and, I, and I'm really happy with how it all turned out, like uh, uh, the quality of the production and the treatment and um, the, the experience people have when they watch it and the reception that I'm getting from those who have seen the video. I, that was an experience I could say of a lifetime. Well, I'm very glad that people are also uh, enjoying the video and its message of relaxing and letting loose and having a good time. And not everything has to be about grinding and working. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an opportune song for like a time like this where uh, we've been in the dark for a few months and uh, on lockdown and um, not not able to live as liberally as we'd like to where it comes to um, going going out and enjoying everyday life, right? So I think that my hopes with this song was that it would be kind of like a distraction from what, what may be bringing us down during this whole time of COVID and how the world is kind of taking a spin. And uh, just a reminder to, you know, have just, there's always something worth celebrating. Oh, absolutely. Of course, it's the things can get down, but light always shines through the uh, tiniest of cracks. That's right. Fantastic. So, with you mentioning the entire situation worldwide with the pandemic, how have you had to shift the release plans for the best thing with not being able to do like? an actual release show with live fans and being able to do TV appearances and some of those other things. Yeah, you know, it was interesting because um, actually, like uh, this project, it, had it been my way, was already supposed to be out in April. <laughs> so um, I've had to put uh, delay the process uh, a little bit just with everything going on with COVID and, and the whole world shutting down. And... Um, it did give me some time. It did, it did allow me to buy some time to think, okay, to get all my ducks in a row and kind of adjust to the world's current situation and what it would look like for me as an artist to launch in, in a time like this. So um, I find that, if I could be honest, I, I, I'm really happy with the results and I'm really grateful for just the the little successes I'm already having even though it's COVID for me I don't even it's, it's I feel I'm busy I'm I'm having awesome opportunities to uh, have interviews with yourself and, and others and uh, music videos out and, and my Instagram and my online is uh, constantly um, going off <laughs> so I actually turn off my notifications right now so I can have an uninterrupted call <laughs> uh, so I, I'm finding that it's working uh, pretty well. I can't say I have any complaints, and um, I, I I find it interesting because I could be talking to somebody on the West Coast, uh, and then I could be at a, a, you know from east to west uh, within 20 minutes of each other, <laughs> doing <laughs> either phone calls or virtual videos. It's just it's actually pretty great and pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'd love to. I, I'd love to be on a tour. I'd love to be, you know, at a meet and greet table saying hi to fans and friends and family. But and I, I am optimistic we're going to get to that point. But yeah, you make do with what you have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and yes, of course, when the opportunity presents itself, we're 
definitely get out there, make the shots, see all the people that you haven't seen in a while. But even on having to adapt on a short notice, it's done very well with the album already receiving 65,000 plays on Spotify, charting at 7th on the Apple Country charts. So it's definitely receiving a lot of good feedback. Yeah, like that stuff, that just blew me away. So, I mean, I was thinking, okay, well, hey, this was the, this was the best thing. <laughs> the best in the right, in the right thing. <laughs> Hence the title of the album. All right, fantastic. Well, I'm so excited that you had the opportunity and that we still have the opportunities to talk like this. So before I ask my last question today, Sasha... Where can the listeners of the podcast find out more about you? Oh, you, you can find out more about me on my Instagram, um, at, on my website, www.imstasha.com. You can find me on Facebook, YouTube. If you look up, uh, my artist name is Sasha, but um, some of my uh, handles, because my name was already taken, <laughs> is uh, Sasha Visage. And Sasha spelled S-A-C-H-A. Um, you can likely Google me. Sasha, S-A-C-H-A, and uh, Bithaji is my last name. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm very active on Instagram. I'm very active on Facebook and all my social media. All right, fantastic. So, last question. As somebody who has had to blaze their own trail, be a very positive influence and force within their industry, say that maybe there's somebody who is listening right now where... They too dream of going within a path that maybe culturally or historically didn't exactly line up with what they see within their mind. So what would you say to inspire that person to put their foot forward and begin taking the steps to take that journey? Mm, Well, I would say remember that it's not about you and I say that because when you take when when you take that journey obviously it has to be fueled by passion for what you're doing and which direction you're going but when it gets hard remember that it's not about you uh, and that there are more people that depend on your perseverance in the thing that you are um, in the trail that you're blazing and it makes room for more people and you know, I think that when we take the focus off ourselves, we continue um, to have that motivation or that drive um, to keep going. So it's just, we definitely remember that you know people are counting on you. So it's not about you. It's not just about you. Awesome! Fantastic! I love the message. Yeah. All right, Sasha. Thank you so much for taking the time today to not only take us behind the scenes of your new EP, The Best Thing, but also behind your journey as a musician and as an artist. Thank you so much, Colton, for having me. I really appreciate your time. All right, Ambush. You guys know that we played two songs for you today. Well, in the middle of the show, we played Good Times Going. And we kicked off today's episode with Sasha's latest single, Cheers, which you should also go and check out the amazing music video for. And 
while you're at it, you should also go and check out the rest of the Best Thing EP on your favorite music streaming service while you're there. Go ahead and hit follow so that you can keep up to date with everything else that Sasha has coming out in the future. And with that being said, I have to go ahead and give one last roaring DTP thank you to Sasha for joining us here on today's episode. And I have to go ahead and thank Mackenzie over at Strut Entertainment for going and helping with setting the whole thing up. Last, last but not least, it is you, the faithful ambush for tuning in to today's episode. If you're new to the DTP, maybe you want to join up with the ambush? Well, good news, it's free, it's easy. All you do is hit subscribe or follow on your favorite music streaming serv- or your favorite podcast listening service, I guess I should say. And while you're at it, you can also help the show grow by reviewing us. Five stars would be fantastic. You can also share this episode, tag Desert Tiger, me, the Colton G, or Sasha when you do, so that we can give you some love for listening to awesome music and, well, awesome podcasts. All right. You guys know how it goes. Next week, we are taking another miraculous journey through the desert as we put our paws in the sand with another guest and hear all about the steps that they had to take to find their desert oasis, to find their mountain so that they could climb to the top and sing and let their voice shine out across the canyon. You guys know that that's what I'm going to tell you guys to do. Until next week, get out there, chase and achieve your dreams. I know it's difficult right now in the current climate, in this pandemic, but there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way, and you can start laying the foundation so that one day you can achieve those dreams. And I will see you next week and until then. Bye-bye. Stay beautiful.